when we don't know what the cause is for our current struggles, then we end up we end up treating it with the wrong wrong medicine, right? As a physician, I'm all about the right diagnosis because if we don't know what we're dealing with, then we end up going in circles. Welcome to Your Brain on Trauma, where we share science-based tools to heal from childhood traumas so you can let go of patterns that might be holding you back, have better relationships, and pass on a legacy that you're proud of. I'm your host, Dr. Kavita Sun. I'm a Harvard-trained psychiatrist, a trauma recovery coach, and a survivor myself. I'm super honored to have you here. I've got so much to share with you. Let's dive in. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to episode one of Your Brain on Trauma. I'm really excited for this new phase of our podcast. We're going to go much deeper. There's going to be more vulnerability, truth, and a an honesty that I am more and more starting to embody in my own life right? Over time, we learn to let go, or at least I'm learning to let go of the striving and the convincing and the posturing and the defensiveness and all these things that I picked up as part of surviving my own traumas. And this is a season of slowly peeling away all of those things and allowing the world to see my true self, to see my heart. And through that, I know in my bones, I don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but I know in my bones, the more I let go and show my heart, the better it is for me, for you and for the world. I feel that in my bones now, which I didn't feel for a long time. For decades, I hid myself, you know, in different levels and to different degrees. But um, yeah, this podcast is really coming in a season of just becoming more of who I am for me. So thank you for being along for the journey. So in this first episode, I wanted to talk about what I see as the three signs of unresolved childhood traumas. Many people ask me, you know, I have been to therapy, I've been to retreats and therapy, and I've done yoga and meditation for a long time. I've even done coaching programs. I think I've dealt with all this stuff in my past. So how do I know if that's what's causing my current problems at work or my relationships or with my health or with my body image, is it really my trauma or is it just other tools and skills that I need to pick up in my current life? How do I know which is it? And I think that's a really, really good question because when we don't know what the cause is for our current struggles, then we end up we end up treating it with the wrong wrong medicine right as a physician i'm all about the right diagnosis because if we don't know what we're dealing with then we end up going in circles so 
this is what I see as the three signs of unresolved childhood trauma, okay? Now, this is not based on the DSM definition of complex PTSD or PTSD, right? There are many parts to complex trauma. And complex trauma is a subset of PTSD in general. But to me, these are the three signs that differentiates complex trauma from other forms of PTSD. Okay. Number one is relational patterns, repetitive relational struggles. And they may show up for you differently than somebody else who also has complex trauma. For me, they used to show up and they still do in smaller degrees, but I can catch them earlier now. But for many, many, many years, my relational patterns would be that I would get attached really quickly and then I would be so terrified of being abandoned or being alone, right? I wouldn't say it out loud, but it was this constant panic. I just could not be alone. And so I would bend over backwards and push and pull in my relationships. I might, you know, push people away because I just didn't trust the safety of any relationship. So I would push it away. But then I also couldn't let go completely because I was terrified of being alone, right? So this push-pull was a big thing that characterized my intimate relationships for a long, long time. For other survivors of complex trauma, they may show up as when they feel hurt or rejected, they end up either fighting, right? Yelling or venting or complaining or um, becoming passive aggressive or fleeing, right? Disconnecting, overworking, being on social media, doing other things to distance yourself from that relationship. Or it may even show up as shutting down, right? You completely shut down. You don't feel much of anything. You just go through the motions of day-to-day life. You may still have a relationship, but you're just going through the motions. And the final way that it might show up is by people-pleasing. When you feel hurt or when there's a disagreement in your relationships, you end up trying to walk on eggshells and make excuses for the other person's anger outbursts and people-please and bend yourself and have no boundaries in order to maintain a sense of connection with that other person. So you can see that there are many, many ways in which these relational patterns might show up as a survivor of complex trauma, right? So again, just to review, you might have push and pull like I did, where you push people away, but then because you can't trust relationships, but then you also fear being alone, or you might fight, flee, freeze, or fawn. Fawn is the people-pleasing and not having any boundaries and 
trying to caretake other people and sacrifice yourself to the point of resentment. So all of those are the relational patterns that might show up if you have unresolved trauma, okay? The second signal of unresolved trauma is this sort of um, amorphous, shapeless feeling inside of you, a vague belief that something is off about you, something is wrong with you, that there's something about you that is shameful, right? That there is some part of you that is unlovable. And it's not a clear, conscious thought. It's this vague sense inside of you. And you carry it around with you wherever you go, even when you're performing really well, when you're winning accolades, when you are, you know, achieving, there's still that sneaky sense that if only people knew that there is some part of you that's kind of not right, right? It might show up as imposter syndrome. You think you might be found out, but it might show up in other ways as well, right? Where you perform really well, but you don't really go deep with your friendships. You don't reveal yourself to the people around you because you're scared that they may see that unlovable, rotten part of you in some way. This is a big part of surviving complex trauma. And again, it may show up as self-esteem issues. It may show up as you are not being vulnerable and showing all of yourself to other people. It may show up as imposter syndrome, but it all comes from this vague, amorphous sense somewhere inside of you that there is something shameful or wrong or off or unlovable about you. Okay. And number three, the third sign of unresolved childhood trauma is emotional dysregulation, having trouble with managing your emotions. Sometimes you're so cut off from your emotions that you can't even label them. You can't even sense them sometimes until they become really loud, right? I used to be able to only sense when I was anxious, really panicking, when I was angry, or when I was really, really, really sad, right? Anxious, scared, panicky, or angry, or really sad. Those are the only three, only when I felt something to that extent could I actually pause and label it. Otherwise, I felt sort of numb and kind of empty inside and not really able to pinpoint what I was feeling. Especially in my body, I was really, really cut off from my body. And since emotions are often sensations in our body, when we're cut off from our emotions, we're often cut off from our body also, right? And this emotional dysregulation shows up because we don't have a good read on our inner emotional landscape. We surprise ourselves by how we react because we look fine for the most part. And then suddenly 
were mad, or suddenly a wave of grief and sadness or loneliness comes over us, or suddenly we realize that we feel numb, right? So this sort of having difficulty with your emotions, being cut off from your emotions, even being scared of your emotions because you don't know what to do with them. When they do come, they come like a tsunami and it feels overpowering and hard to make sense of. Many survivors of complex trauma manage their emotions by distancing themselves, by distracting themselves, either through work or through food or through alcohol or through porn or through social media, right? There are umpteen number of ways that we can distance ourselves from our emotions in modern life. And we do that because when we do allow ourselves to feel them, they just feel so confusing and overwhelming. So these three, to me, are the most telltale signs that you have unfinished business from your past that you need to pause and face head on if you really want to feel alive, calm, connected, and pass on a better legacy than the one that you and I inherited. And over the course of this podcast, I'm going to unpack a lot of both the science behind healing complex trauma. It is not going to be healed by just talk therapy or by traditional coaching or doing thought work. There is a science to healing trauma from the inside out, from your nervous system, from your unconscious memories and wounds that you are carrying inside of you that you might not even be aware of. There's a science to it. I'm going to share that science along with how I have encapsulated all of the best healing modalities into my own sort of map that helped me get to the other side. And I hope that you will take my life experience and shorten your own healing curve. That's what I want more than anything else is to shorten your time to the other side so you don't have to suffer for as long as I did and you don't have to have all the trial and error that I did. So that is my mission with this podcast and with my life really as well as to pass on a better legacy to our children, right? Our parents didn't have the tools that we have now. And so they just passed on whatever they got and we can do better. So if you or someone you know has one of these three signs that I mentioned, please share this podcast with them. If you have one of these signs, please subscribe to the podcast and look out for future episodes where I'm going to unpack and share with you just mind-blowing transformation tools that will change the trajectory of not just your life, but of this planet. 
I truly believe that. So my friend, welcome again. And I look forward to seeing you and talking to you more next week. Big hugs. Hi, my friend. If you found this episode helpful, come join us in our free Facebook group called Your Brain on Trauma. The link is in the show notes. And there is a whole community there of women just like you who are on this sacred healing journey. We cannot heal in isolation. We need community. And that's what we have in our free Facebook group. I'll see you there.